So welcome back, and uh, we are continuing part 89. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just kidding. Um, moving right along. So uh, we're still continuing. It's it's the, you know, parents, godparents, and, you know, relationships and all that stuff, family. Uh, and Laura was speaking so eloquently, and she uh, was beginning to share about her dad and meeting. Yeah. So uh, I pretty much had shared how uh you know once he opened the door with a smile and welcoming it just kind of you know started to tear down the walls I think I pretty much was saying right and um so he just he you know I sat down on the couch and started to share and he uh he was just listening just smiling at me and looking at me in my eyes and just just quiet just he was just so in tune with what I was saying Mm. he was very engaging in everything I had to say and not interjecting not nothing like that and so and at first it kind of started off with me being real aggressive with it like how how dare you and you know approached him about stuff that you know, I thought was happening and fast forward from 95 to 98, those couple of years of having a relationship with Christ. And again, God just showing me so much of the family dynamics and the hurts and the pain and the sorrow and the hiding of secrets. And there is a difference. And I remember hearing this, I think it was at a service one time and, Mm -hmm. um, this is because I'm crying. So you're hearing me sniff. The sniffling is because I've been crying. Um, good tears. Um, the difference between privacy and secrecy. And I, I wrote it. I had it written down because I had it in my journal. Uh, privacy. Withholding information for the purpose of healing. Versus secrecy. Withholding information for the purpose of hiding. So I'm like. That is good. Big difference. Secrecy and privacy, you know, and sharing your true story. True story. I always say that. True story. Uh, You'll hear your Holy Spirit guiding you. The door of opportunity will be open to freely give encouragement, help, hope, healing, life, and freedom. Um, And so. The whole point of sharing. Right. The whole point of sharing. That's the whole point of sharing. Yeah. Not saying you have to share with everybody and every, you should have somebody in your life. Obviously it's first Christ, it's God. And then if you're married, it's your spouse. Then after that, you, God will show you who that person or another couple will come alongside that you can trust, that you can share everything with. So they, you know, there's accountability, there's just praying and standing and, and, coming alongside, you know, and just diving into what the word says or remind, you know, all that good stuff. So in 95, God was revealing all this stuff. So, um, and again, that 10 years without a relationship with my dad, you know, there was a lot of stuff, which I'll talk to about in another episode is the next episode is that the relationship between me and my mom and my mom and a place that she was in had a lot of not so cool stuff 
to say to me. So there was verbal abuse there. And one of the things that she would, that I can say right now is that she would always say repeatedly is you're just like your father. Mm. Well, she wasn't saying it as a compliment. Yeah. She, there was anger behind that. And there was, you know, like I said, just all that stuff. And you're just like your father. You're just like your father. And she, and that statement in itself was blame and accusation. Right. Because of everything she already said about my father, everything right. I heard her say. Right. So it's like all that stuff. And there was a time where I did anyways. Yes, exactly what yes. you just said. <laughs> um, so that conversation with my dad was just so amazing. Like God was all over it. And it was just like, and I was like, why didn't you fight? Why didn't you fight for a relationship with me, you know, like that's one of the questions I had for him. And I remember him just. Which was a great question. Yeah. Calmly just looking at me in a lo- in a loving way, you know, and just saying, I was always praying that God would give me, sorry, happy tears. He's I would, I was always praying and I knew God was going to, give me an opportunity to share with you and that there would one day be a day when you wanted to ask me questions. And he said, I knew that there was going to be a day where you were going to have questions and I was going to welcome you with open arms and answer any question you had. And give you my perspective and my side of the story. He never said it was the truth. Like meaning his, his perspective was the only thing. Like he knew that there was another side of it with my mom. And unfortunately at that time, at that time she never wanted to share anything. Yeah. So, that in itself, when he said that, not kidding, <laughs> it, instantly it was my relationship with Christ and how Christ is with all of us. Sorry, how he is with all of us. How. So instantly when he said those words, when my, when my biological father told me those words it was instantly I heard our heavenly father say that very thing is that when you're ready and have questions Mm -hmm. I will be here for you with open arms ready to give you answers yeah Maybe not everything that we want to hear necessarily. He's going to, it's the, it's his truth. Which is the truth. Which is the truth. And so I was like, but it was like simultaneously, is that the right word? (laughs) Simultaneously. At the same time. (laughs) At the same time. Again, it was just like so beautiful. My biological father. And then hearing directly from my heavenly father. Of, of that very thing, like, 
just seek him, like turn to him through everything, you know? So fast forward again, fast forward. Um, I, I know I had mentioned in 95, had I, how I went to church with my spiritual parent my spiritual parents in a sense of, you know, a couple that I really loved and adored and appreciate. And they seen the hurt and they were there in a, in a certain time when I obviously God brought them at the right time. So I would speak to them often about scriptures or about things that I was going through again, trying to dive into hearing God and all that stuff. Now at this time, like it was in, I think weeks from my, my, uh, meeting of, with my dad and me telling him, a part of the conversation was that we can't go back. We can't get that 10 years back. We're not going to, you know, live in, oh, wow, you know, all this kind of stuff. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah, coulda, woulda, shouldas. But it was like you just telling him, you know, you can't discipline me now. I'm a young woman. Um, I'm coming to you, and now I'm going to, now I'm asking you to get to know me as I also want to get to know you and who you are. Um, and, and go from there. And he was welcoming to that and he agreed to that. And, and it was awesome. Cause we talked for, it was wonderful because we talked for hours and the time went by so quickly. And it was like, I didn't want to leave. I just wanted to stay there talking about things. And sure enough, the things that my mom would say out of a, in, in spite of kind of thing of you're just like your father. And it was kind of funny because I, in that moment, I kind of, again, God allowing me to hear the, those voices, that voice that was so meant for destruction in a sense, or the enemy wanted to use it for destruction. And God redeemed it because it was like, I looked at my dad and as we were talking, I'm like, I'm just like my dad. (laughs) 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 So it was like really it was just really sweet that joy of the Lord, just yeah. like just changing things for the good. And so, anyways, when I say the couple again that took me to that ch- to the church, yeah, is that it was um, a, f- a few weeks. I was I would talk to her about a lot of things, and um, sorry, let me backtrack. So, from that meeting with my dad, um, I think it was just a few weeks, literally like a week or two. We got back together. Yep. And when we got back together, we got engaged. Yep. And so it was like really fast forward time of that. And it was like God just going, okay, you're obedient to what I'm calling you to do and all this healing process. Um, And now you're ready. You know what I mean? Like, okay, now you're ready. So, I mean, not that we have it all together, but you know, that that was the next step. So with our engagement, I remember struggling of who do I have walk me down the aisle? Do you remember? Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just, you know, I know that me and my dad are are getting to know each other and having, you know, spending more time with each other and it's been great. And come to find out, we come to learn together is that we're so much alike in so many ways. We have so many similarities, our personality, our our joy, our laughter, our interests, our interest, music and instruments and, and photography and film and like 
just so many ways. And I was just like, let me stay focused on having my dad in my life now. It's real easy to just get that, allow the enemy in to say, oh, but you missed out on this and this and this. Yeah, you can. But I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to miss. I just wanted, didn't want to miss what God was doing in that, you know, and he loved you and you, lo- you know, you had a great relationship. I was and the so- favorite. <laughs> again, again, you're the favorite, you're the favorite. <laughs> um, so talking to my good friend when we were engaged, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really battling with this because I really want my dad to walk me down the aisle. But then I'm like, but then I want this other person to walk me down the aisle, you know? And she just said, look, it's your, it's your choice of who you want to walk down the aisle, but your dad's in your life now, you know, and it doesn't matter what other people think or what other people are saying about, they have a problem with it or whatever. Right. It, what is God telling you to do in this time? And you don't ever want to be like, on the other meaning on the other side of what was like uh, uh no relationship to a fantastic strong relationship with your father and he didn't walk you down the aisle right do you know what i mean and like then to you have that to look back on right and then you're like ah oh, you know so and i'm like yeah it was just right what i needed to hear she wasn't telling me what to do she was just saying look and she also went through a similar thing where you know she didn't know whether to have her biological father walk her down or her stepdad or whatnot so she could relate and I was just always so thankful to that for that honesty and just that space just to be like hey it's your choice either way you're it's it's your choice you know and so 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 glad I did um because by the time we did get married it was just more and more just close to my dad spending time. And then obviously we talked about it in the other episodes of just how God is so good. And, um, again, what he has revealed to me and then obviously, um, having insight from God and then talking to my dad and it being confirmed yeah, of what I was thinking as far as dad, this is what I feel God saying. And, you know, in, in your, you know, relationship with my mom and with the upbringing. And it was like, he, it was kind of like he giggled. Cause he's like, it was almost as if I read a diary that he kept, which he didn't keep a diary or journal, not to my knowledge he did, but it was almost like that because he was like, how'd you know that? Did so, did some, did somebody tell you that? I'm like, well, God was giving me that insight, you know? And it was like, that's how good God is, is that, he he was like, yes, that's right. Yes, that's true. And then he would tell me a little bit more or whatever. And I was just like, oh my gosh, God, you're so good. So there's a lot more to share in regards to my relationship with my mom. And it will kind of be the other side of it, but it obviously blends. And the good thing is, is that God is good. And I get so emotional. I think still not, I'm not in a place of necessarily hurt. It's I'm not in a place of hurt with this, with my tears and it's okay to cry. It's just, I try to pause because you know how it is with, it's like, (laughs) 
but it's just your voice starts cracking and then your expression expression so I try not to cry with all of it but I cry because of how good God is he right. he brought us through so much and I think of all the people out there every every I mean I know a lot personally of people out there that have broken homes or that have you know, pain or sorrow in their lives, or they have uh, not so good relationships with their parents or with family dynamics or whatever. Again, it's, it's not to expose things for the sake of just exposing things and gossiping about it and using it for destruction or to make somebody look bad. It's not about that. It's about your healing, because your healing isn't just for you, it's for other people. And your healing, just like I have walked through, is my healing, I felt, I now know, is, was for my family. It's to break generational curses. curses it's right. to yep. break, break the, the lie off of us. It's to expose what the enemy was trying to disrupt and destroy and it's like, no, God, we belong to you, your goodness and your faithfulness and your just all the all the good stuff of God. You know yeah. what I mean? The the Beatitudes, you think of the Beatitudes and everything good and great. And um, so that's what it's about. It's about getting the healing. And of course, a person has to be willing to be vulnerable. But I'm reminded like ask questions, ask questions, listen, really listen with not only your ears that God has blessed you with, but your heart, like your spirit, listen with that too. Like, listen, ask those questions respectfully, not out of spite or out of anger or like, uh, sorry, I'm like totally holding onto your hand so tight. Um, ask questions, listen, be, be listening ear, um, speak up, speak out and allow that healing process to take place. Um, again, healing could come in an instant or sometimes it takes a while, you know, just constantly diving in. So, uh, yeah. And if I can add, um, before we close this episode out, I want to say that Giving testimony is telling stories about what you've been through, what you've walked through and overcome. And not that we've got it all together because healing is forever and it's, you're always progressing, always getting better, always striving to do more in Christ, you know. Um, but there's still hurdles that have come and gone and we've crossed those. And we don't. if we don't talk about them, how do we share the healing and allow others to also observe, identify, and heal as well. Right. You know, we, yeah. our prayer is really just for you to be encouraged that you may find yourself in a situation with family or, or loved ones, somebody close to you where you might identify something but don't know how to deal with it. Right. Or, or maybe it's just kind of coming to the surface and something just doesn't seem right. Um well, this is your, hopefully your opportunity to just to get prayer right. and it's okay. Leave us a comment. If you want us to pray for you, mm -hmm. we'll pray for you. And there will definitely be more to be shared because there's another side of this uh, parental story that Laura's going to talk about. But just so you guys know that 
it's okay to to call things out. Right. In the name of Jesus. Right. It's okay to take a stand. Right. Yeah. You know what? We we all go through life hurting with Christ or without Christ. True. I'd rather hurt a little with Christ mm-hmm. than to not have Christ at all. And know that mm-hmm. the hurts don't last forever. People are going to disagree. People are going to say things. People are going to have opinions. All that stuff, as long as you're rooted in Christ, as long as you're seeking out the Holy Spirit and listening and being obedient, all that stuff goes away and works out. You pray for them. Yeah. Encourage them. Right. And I encourage you to try to have dialogue with those people. Talk through it. Right. Again, it's about conversation, not condemnation. You have to... You have both parties have yes. to be willing to yes. stay in the conversation. Right. Don't walk away. Be present. Yes. And don't walk away angry. Don't walk away unfinished or not allowing the other person to to share. Um, you know what I mean? Like you, you have to be a willing person. But I also want to encourage those because I did talk about, obviously we both did, about our childhood. Yeah. Just again... Um, for those people out there that are single and that maybe have to go through a healing process for themselves or, um, you know, being praying with, for their family members that are going through a troublesome time, or those of you that are separated from a spouse, a loved one, and, um, or going, facing a divorce, wherever you are on that journey, whether you are, it's done and over with, or you're praying for reconciliation or you've already separated and divorced and all that stuff. Healing still needs to take place. So in the midst of that, for those of you that have kids and you're going through that, just be careful of the words and how much information you're sharing with your kids. Mm -hmm. Now there is a time to share with your kids, but I don't necessarily think it's when they're, middle school and younger necessarily, unless it's both parents sitting them down and really diving in and making it a teaching moment. And it's both parents that can be heard out that can, you know, really address things and stuff like that, then do it. But other than that, really be careful with what you're sharing and how your hurts can carry on in a, and carry over and spill over to your children you know, just be careful with that and just um, be mindful. And like Dave said, just constantly just be seeking Christ because that's what it comes down to. Yeah, that's what it comes down make to. Away. And, and find those people that are in your life, whether you want to reach out to us or somebody in your life at a, at a church or somebody that's in your family. If you don't feel like there's a family member that can be that person that will not share it with other people, not be that person to be like, oh, you didn't hear it from me, but don't tell (laughs) me you said, you know, that whole thing, you know, that's not so good. That's not so good. That's not so good. Um, so I just, I just pray for the right people to come into your life that can speak life into you in your situation and, uh, really help you through, through the pain and just have hope and, and faith and trust in God and you'll get through it. Amen. So there's more to it later. There is more to it.